It's Wednesday, November 1st, 2023, and I'm Dave Sobel. Three things to know today. The rapid escalation of global AI safety agreements, what you need to know. SolarWinds under SEC investigation, what this means for CISOs and the cybersecurity landscape, and a tech roundup into its bill pay, Microsoft's Copilot, and more MSP-centric updates. This is the business of tech. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you thought yesterday cleared the deck on AI and politics, well, turns out we were both wrong. The UK and US are set to announce a partnership on AI safety, exchanging analysis through a new set of AI safety institutes. The collaboration will combine the White House's new guardrails on AI development with the existing work of the UK's Frontier AI Task Force. The institutes will create guidelines, standards, and best practices for evaluating and mitigating risks associated with AI. Both countries will also participate in information sharing and research collaboration, with the U.S. sharing information with similar safety institutes in other countries. The U.K. will establish a AI Safety Institute to examine and test new types of AI technology. The partnership aims to address risks ranging from catastrophic risks to societal harms such as bias and misinformation. Vice President Kamala Harris announced the establishment of the United States AI Safety Institute to protect American consumers from potential harm caused by AI. The institute will create guidelines, benchmark tests, and best practices for testing and evaluating dangerous AI systems. The Biden administration is also addressing responsible AI adoption in military and international applications. Governments from six continents, including the U.S., China, and the EU, have reached an agreement known as the Bletchley Declaration to limit the risks and harness the benefits of artificial intelligence. The declaration calls for policies across borders to prevent risks and supports internationally inclusive research on advanced AI models. It also emphasizes the importance of international cooperation and working through existing organizations to ensure responsible and trustworthy AI. The agreement was made at the AI Safety Summit held at Bletchley Park with plans for future summits in South Korea and France. Why do we care? I covered a lot of the why yesterday, and I just want to observe the massive rollout of government's involvements in just a few short days. And the EU isn't even done with theirs. The multi-nation agreement suggests that universal standards for AI safety are on the horizon. Providers should prepare for these guidelines to affect services they offer that involve AI components. Given the rapid pace of government involvement, providers should have a strategy to continuously update their compliance mechanisms and their service offerings. And the other news rocking the security world. The Securities and Exchange Commission has charged SolarWinds with failing to disclose cybersecurity problems before a breach by suspected Russian hackers. The SEC alleges that SolarWinds violated federal securities law by not disclosing vulnerabilities that could lead to a hack. 
It accused SolarWinds and its chief information security officer, Tim Brown, of defrauding investors and customers through misleading statements and schemes. The SEC claims that SolarWinds concealed poor cybersecurity practices and increased cybersecurity risks. The agency is suing SolarWinds and Brown for violating securities laws and seeks to hold them responsible for fraud and strip them of any ill-gotten gains. The complaint also accuses Brown of failing to raise or resolve security risks. SolarWinds has strongly opposed the lawsuit, stating that it maintained appropriate cybersecurity controls and will vigorously defend against the SEC's action. VentureBeat got a sense of the industry response. Experts emphasized the importance of honesty and transparency in disclosing relevant expertise, cybersecurity processes, and history of security incidents. They highlight the need to inform effective parties during a breach and stress the potential legal and regulatory consequences. CISOs are advised to analyze the specific allegations, assess their vulnerabilities, and learn from SolarWinds incident response actions to strengthen their cybersecurity posture. An unrelated and reported just before, SolarWinds is reportedly exploring options to go private again, including a potential sale of the company. This would not be the first time SolarWinds has gone private, as it was acquired previously by Silver Lake Partners and Tama Bravo in 2016. The company is said to be working with financial advisors to prepare for a sale process expected to start in early 2024. Why do we care? Let's start with disclosures. I worked at SolarWinds from the acquisition of LogicNow in June 2016 until September 2019, and I am still a SolarWinds shareholder. I also worked with Tim Brown during that time. This has a lot of CISOs frightened, and frankly, they should be. Let's make an observation. SolarWinds has a massive breach, and it certainly seems there was a lot done wrong in the organization, and yet no leadership there has been held to account. I think two key questions should be asked of CISOs. First, how much budget do they have? And second, where do they fit in the organization? If the answers to those questions do not indicate the ability to affect change, then the responsibility is above them in leadership. A powerless CISO is a red flag, and providers should be ready to provide strategic counsel on restructuring for effective cybersecurity governance or note this deficiency in their vendors. CyberFox has partnered with PAX8 to provide MSPs with privileged access management solutions, adding AutoElevate and Password Boss to the PAX8 cloud marketplace, allowing MSPs to enhance security by removing administrator rights and managing passwords effectively. CyberFox Password Boss will also bring password protection to MSPs in 2024. ConnectWise has announced new integrations and enhancements to its business management solutions. These include remote view for quick and secure phone camera sharing, an integrated client feedback system, and real-time dashboards for tracking business performance. ConnectWise will showcase these at the IT Nation Connect 2023 conference next week. Intuit has introduced QuickBooks Bill Pay, an accounts payable automation system integrated into the QuickBooks platform. The system aims to simplify B2B transactions for small businesses by streamlining bill management, offering features such as automatic bill creation, digitized record keeping, and flexible payment options. 
It also enhances security and workflow efficiency through role assignments and eliminates the need for sharing payment details with multiple parties. Microsoft 365 Copilot has been released for general availability, allowing enterprise customers to access Microsoft's generative artificial intelligence tools. The GenAI tool is now available worldwide, and solution providers can assist customers in purchasing Copilot through various Microsoft agreements. The cost is $30 per user per month, with a minimum purchase of 300 seats. Offers through Indirect, Cloud Solution Provider, and Microsoft AI Cloud Partner programs are not yet available. Why do we care? I'm particularly focused on Copilot availability, although I'll note that the 300 seat limit is a real barrier for anything SMB. I had higher hopes here for the product, at least in the first wave. This reflects broader industry frustrations about enterprise level solutions not being tailored for SMBs, a gap providers are well positioned to fill if they can find scalable alternatives. I'll also note for listeners that I'll be at that IT Nation Connect event next week, and I'm looking for stories or people you want me to talk to. Thanks for listening. Today, National Authors Day. Good one to read a book. I'm teaching a class in January. Interested in learning about navigating emerging technologies for MSPs? Link for more information is in the show notes. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines, posted at businessof.tech. If you like the content, please make sure to hit that like button and follow or subscribe. It's free and easy and the best way to support the show and help us grow. You can also check out our Patreon, where you can join the Business of Tech community at patreon.com slash mspradio or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. Finally, if you're interested in advertising on the show, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Once again, thanks for listening to me, and I will talk to you again on our next episode of The Business of Tech. Part of the MSP Radio Network.